How are you traders and investors out there? Thanks for joining me again. This is Trade Doc and back with thoughts and trading. Tried doing the live show, but it seems uh, you know, I'm still getting the hang of it, so I'm not even going to try just doing the audio with Anchor. I want to thank them. And I hope you enjoy the segment. The segment is going to be thoughts and trading. And I'm um, just going to go over the broad markets and starting off with USO oil. So oil, you know, met resistance of 12 or 12.03 for USO on Friday. And then it um, from the morning, it just kept moving down and didn't make any sort of recovery or anything like that so um, I I opened a trade in the morning just because if it would have broken down then that's where my setup was um, so took that trade going short oil and I uh, haven't traded USO in a while but just the opportunities there the the chart it's just that's just my setup, so um, taking the shot on it. But looking to, you know, I just got some because of the volatility here. Um, the only play there was was to buy some butterflies, and I'm not sure if I did it on the put or the call side, but that was a play. Oh yeah, it was the call side because I expect to turn into a credit. Uh, call credit vertical, you know, going below, meeting maybe 11. So I'm looking for it to keep, continue down to 11 and gave ourselves enough time. So just looking for a retracement in oil before it makes another leg up. And XOP, as from the last segment, I talked about trading that with uh, using drip. And still in that position. And right now, we're, even though on Friday, XOP made a move up. You know, it was up 2% versus oil was down. Um, oil was down 2.5%. XOP was up 2%. So it's a little, that's a big divergence because usually they move together roughly. So still short on XOP via drip but although right now what xop is looking like it looks like it might want to break up so unless it um, causes a false breakout and as long as it doesn't surpass the 30 45 uh, 30 84 mark then um xop is still a good play for a retracement uh, natural gas has been, you know, has been bullish. So that's, you know, it broke out of its basing pattern it was in. And right now it's bullish, might take one big leg up. So might consolidate, slowly grind up. That's probably what's going to happen. And if it does happen, it gives a good case for natural gas to continue bullish for the next year or so. But uh, the $3 mark will be the one that will tell. 
in gold gld we opened up at the position on that steep drop and just a quarter position so it could take two more legs down before finding a bottom and then basing out for a while we're just starting to nibble into gold right after it hit um it was below 13,000 when we got in. It was uh, around 1290. So it was towards the end, at the end of the day, you know, five minutes before the close, that's when the position got filled. In GDX, we don't have a position, but they have, the volatility is up. So it's a good, it's probably good to start looking to get a position in there. It's not sure. If you want to play the bounce or play a consolidation from where it is right now. Um, looking at the chart, looks like it has some room to continue down and find support around the 2130, uh, 2120s around that area. And that's for GDX, the gold miners. So it's got some room to move down. Could could. Put a, possibly put some consolidation plays here, like uh, some calendars or something. South Theta, and as far as like making a move, um, the volatility is up, so the prices are going to be a little up, a little high. Um, you know, it's well beyond a support area, so it's a little tough to put a play on this yet. With one more leg up or a couple green candles will kind of give you some direction and let you know if it's going to maintain there. Silver is another one that took a dive. Um, that again, then put no position. The silver SLV, you know, that market's a little bit, a little less liquid. I don't know how it is now. I haven't traded in a while, but could be could buy for a bounce play or play a consolidation play something like that the iyr the real estate sector is kind of basing out at the top so kind of rounding off it's been consolidating for a while i haven't had no position in it for a while but it looks like it could have been a consolidation plays ever since the beginning of february so the whole month of february it's just been consolidating between 85 and 83 and now it's still at 83.97 so around 84 and kind of moving averages are, are moving down so probably looking for lower prices to get in a hard support would be 79.70 but um, it's still bullish, and that's IYR, the real estate. The energy sector looks as about like it wants to break out to the upside. So that could be pretty hard. So if that happens, just say XOP, then it could be a good leg up from the levels as in right now. So XLE, looking bullish on it. Looks like it's about to break out. Um, XLF is the financial sector and they've been just steadily grinding up higher, not as fast, uh, kind of pretty volatile.
just as volatile as the other markets, but essentially the it has been going up higher. So everything's been going up. So some consolidation would probably be, be expected at this point. Um, XLI is the industrial sector. This is a sector I've been playing, um, not the ETF itself, but stocks inside like XLF, Alcoa, Vale, you know, after they had that tragedy of the dams. Um, you know, industrial sector volatility is going down and it has some room to move up, but again, everything. You know, you could play a consolidation play or just slightly higher. Um, you know, it's, it's not like prime to, to have a drop, but a drop would, would be in order just to just to consolidate some levels unless it just wants to blast off. Uh, XLU is a position I've been in for a while, and it's hit the hit all time it's i think believe it's all time highs of the 87 of 57.16 and you know we've been in it since february 11th when it was around 55 and that was the mark bought some calendars up there at the 57s so you know big risk reward and um it hasn't matured so uh, from this point could look for same thing, some consolidations, so I can turn some the the call calendars into uh, credit spreads, you know, into the like sixty five fifties. So that way, it give me a little bit of theta if it if it moves down. But either way, I have the put calendars I can turn into same thing credit spreads, which will give me a bullish position that will move. My bullish position would be above the 57.50. So I'd be selling the 57.50 puts and holding on to the 57 puts that I bought from the calendar. And uh, that would be the strategy. Everybody inverted at the 57, but I'd wait for it to mature and um, time it, and I'll try to time it so I can, you know, buy it for the least and sell it for the most. And uh, but on XLU, the utilities they've pretty much hit my target, and um, just looking to uh, position myself, uh, save some, um, you know, protect some profits on that one. And XLB was the material sector which broke out of the channel, it was in, in the middle of February, so that was one that. You know, it's kind of trending now, down now. It might find support at the top of the channel around the 53s or 54s. Actually, like 50 between 54 and 54.50. So around that area, I'd probably try to get in. Um, if not, it just might hit the 100-day moving average of uh, 54.50 and bounce off of that and keep on moving up. So... All the markets, essentially, they all look like they're just going to keep moving up, but nothing moves up on a straight line. And um, XLV, which is the healthcare sector, right now it's in the middle of a channel, and it could break out, up out of the channel 
uh, by this week coming. So right now it's sitting at 93.06. The highs of that channel was 90, 93. So it's pretty much sitting right at resistance. But there's a good chance that it could just move up above there. And, um, you know, they had a good session on Friday. So I don't see no reason why it wouldn't make that move up. Where a good play would be to buy the... Um, I haven't seen what the option volatility is, but something a little more aggressive than your average calendars because um, the chart is looking a little bit aggressive. And, you know, the way you do it, set up the vertical. So if, if it does go against you, you can always reverse and, and buy and sell um, the strike that's going that's going against you and just just cut your losses uh cut your losses and um you know save a little bit even if you make a couple bucks it's a scratch but you still made like two dollars not lost it uh and this is another one i've been in xib same one this one has been a bit more bullish and uh, same thing, it's hit my mark of 91, and it's actually gone above it. So sold some 90 calls, and, you know, in hopes that it it uh, consolidate in that area. But it just piped up to peak that 92 almost. So um, hopefully it can consolidate at 90s just for the next week or so, and then take it's another leg up but that's another another good one we were in and uh, it's hit its mark uh, next we got home builders and home builders is has peaked out and they looked like they're on the move down they're pretty seasonal so we'll see what the season brings but I don't see why this wouldn't want to come down consolidate a little bit before moving up again and xrt is the retail sector and they broke out as well they're a little bit slower than the rest of the market but i believe that, the, that there's more opportunity in the retail sector than there is in other markets that are a little bit crowded and a little bit overvalued i think i i'm in the retail sector um you know trading better bed bath and beyond uh, Walmart um, and Coca-Cola and uh, funny thing is um, long two short one and if you look at the charts you can tell which ones I'm long two, the two that I'm long and the one that I'm short so I'll leave you that that if you want to check that out so that's in the retail sector IWN put a short on it as protection on Friday. So it's hitting resistance kind of like the 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 home builders kind of like almost the same chart as the home building sector home builder sector that's X H B. So just put a just bought a uh, a naked put for protection. 
and um, the Dow D DIA. Now that's kind of looking like it's consolidating there. It, you know, the market's gonna make a move either down, and the Dow looks like it's more gonna make a move to the downside to consolidate, go pat a little bit past the hundred-day moving average before it it's get butt back bought up again. Um, and the SPY, you know, it's got some, it's making going up to the overhead resistance of the 2840 I mean 285 so it's kind of like testing the 280s right now so I see it breaking up next week that was the spy uh, QQQ is a little bit more bullish than all of them so it's right at resistance of 174 and it's 174.54 precisely and we last time we were there was february 25th so you know if it if this is a multiple test of resistance then there could be a breakdown but the way things are looking it it more likely tests up a couple a couple of dollars more unless you know shorts get squeezed hard and it brings it up a few bucks but definitely bullish even though trading futures I'm always short on the queues and EEM which is the emerging markets pretty fast market you know did down you know you can kind of take a look I'm looking at the one-year chart and you know right now it's looking like it's peaked out twice testing the 43s and the most is 43.70 and they just got rejected and now we are at 42.50 so emerging markets looks like it could go down to 41.70 to retest those lows um, I don't see any you know it's got resistance at 42.80, and it's at 42, so it's closer to resistance than it is. So um, here, I'd probably look to put a position like a, a, a theta, a credit, some sort of um, credit spread, iron condors, calendar, double calendar, double diagonal to the downside from here you know and my peak my my highs would be 42.80 just for the short term so it will go back and test these highs of 43.50s but for the short term that has more of a chance going down and retesting the 42s 41.80s than it does it retesting the 4280s and we are at 4250 so um, you know that's why it's good to, to take just do these and take a look at the charts because you don't realize the opportunities you miss by just going through the charts that you already set up that you don't <laughs> you know I have the I have a lot of things set up I look at it boom whatever but 
if you really look at it, you can kind of take the pick and choose the plays, the good ones. Like you don't have to fight through and, you know, tooth and nail, just pick the good ones, like the same setup that you play and then keep doing it. Just one setup. And then once you learn another setup and you tried it a bunch of times and it works, then you can add that one to it. Then you're looking for two sets up, two setups. Like I look for a few setups that I use and that's it. If it's not there, it's not there. And I just, that's why I'm not in every single one of these ETFs, but X, um, looking at FXI and that's been bullish. And um, I have this as, you know, I haven't played any options and it just, I have a bunch of dividend ETFs and uh, a new one that I added was a Chinese telecom sector. So I, I bought them all as sectors and I'm waiting. So you can go out, you, you can find them. And if you guys want me to want to discuss those is all the Chinese sectors, how they're broken up um, by, by uh, I have, I'll just say that I have a consumer state, uh, Consumer discretionary China. Oh, here it is. The consumer discretionary Ch Chinese consumer discretionary Chinese material, Chinese financial, Chinese industrial, and Chinese telecom. So those are all one, two, three, four, five ETFs, and I probably haven't weighted like each of them, like two percent of my portfolio. So that's kind of like how I keep it and they pay dividends and um, aside from that I don't have I have FNI which is like a, a Chinese India stock and it pays a dividend and um, I I had probably last year I had a stop loss on it I was up on it and then it hit the stop loss and it's come down and I haven't bought any lately but I did notice that I did buy the INDA ETF because it hit my target, like my buy area. It's been going up and kind of I had it as a stop buy um, MIT order. Um, so it was, you know, I, I, put a, I, I put an alert. And I got the alert, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. I looked at it, and it was, you know, and then I bought a few shares just to hold. But the IDN, INDA was another one that I did have a stop loss on it. And it, it came down, consolidated down low, started moving up, so I got back in. That's kind of how how it worked out and now as I look my my total return isn't as low and it's almost it's almost even so um that was a good pickup but FXI you know I definitely going for consolidate I'd go for the consolidation play I'm not in FXI right now but you know, I'd like to see it come down and consolidate before getting in, or I'll just take a look at the options. But I've been doing the same thing, like I said, and I haven't really looked at looked at 
the broad 28 that I call it. The broad 28 kind of just gives you a, a look at the world, all the different ETFs and a few sectors, not every single one of them, but a, a broad amount of them. Now I'm looking at EPI, which is the one that represents the India stocks, and it's definitely, you know, since it dropped, everything dropped in December. Um, you know, it's gone up, and it kind of fell down at, this is probably when I bought it at then, at uh, February, 20, February 19th. So that was the day that probably India came down and then came up, and then that's when, that was the buy signal there. So one, two, three, yep. So those are the three drive. It's a th like my three drive play. So the target levels on EPI anyway would be like $25. Second target would be there's a resistance at 26. So this is going to be pretty easy to play. So it's going to be 27. So you're just going to play 25, 26, and 27. And EPI, I'm actually going to take a look at options and see how liquid they are and see if if um, it's worth getting in and they do have weekly options so that's a good sign um, volume isn't very high I'm looking at volume front month volumes aren't high at all so that's a big issue is the volume like I trade thin markets as well but at least there's volume, not even that, like there's some volume, but it's mostly the computers, you can see it moving around. And they'll buy and sell all together, all at once. So that's what makes it obvious. But looking at it, there is a little bit of volume and EPI, you know, this is way out though, looking like, there was a big sell. Um, yeah, it's like 21s, 23s, and 20s. So it looks like they bought, they bought puts. It's either that or they buy puts and then just buy the cheap month back and hold on to the puts. But there's, um, you just that was just a quick scan there, just looking at EPI. Don't really trade it, but EPI, I do have just, you know, I wish I was more invested in India, but there's not a big selection out there. Really got to take a look at the companies and see which ones you want to grab. Um, looking at SRSX, and they had a big move since December. And um, looks like it's coming down to retest the $20 mark again. So it's holding up. So those are the three I like to ch look at. XLU is the UK, and they've been... You know, their recovery, I mean, they had a big dip, 
but the recovery is <clears throat> a lot faster than the than United States recovery here. So it's just been, you know, they moved from 28 to 32 very in a span of uh, two months. So that's, you know, that's really fast, really hard. So as far as retesting, it's like if you get retests of 30s, 30, 50s, 30, 20s, then those are all buys, but I doubt it. Um, aside from that, looking at the MJ sector, and MJ has been one that we've been in, and it's been doing well. It's it's moving up, but right now it's kind of hitting resistance. So we're looking like we could retest the 34s again before consolidating. And I think we should consolidate here be between the 34s and the 38s. You know, that'll be all right if it can do that for a while just to make a strong base to make another move up higher and break the resistance of like 44s and really bust through that because um and our value evaluations you know they're all numbers but this is uh the evaluations the the p ratios are very low and um they actually pay a small dividend but they do pay a dividend so uh, efa is one of the last, we're almost down to the last ones here, but that, there we put a position in short just because it's retested the 6475s. And this is the European sector. And um, just looking for retracement down to the 63s. So this is just an aggressive, um, aggressive buy. Just bought, uh, put debit spread on this. And bought the 35.50. I want to thank you all for hanging out and listening. It's Trade Doc. This segment is called Eye on the Market. Going over the broad 28. We got into some trades on USO, EFA, and gold this week. So, hope you all have a good week. Prepare, protect your capital, and you know, be safe out there. Peace.